This is the last part from page 224 to 301. I'm Joey. I'm Samantha. I'm Jesse. Okay. So, <laughs> I guess we'll start with what happened. Um, a lot happens in this section. Um, we started off where Haneke and Ollie are waiting by the butcher's um, shop to execute their plan to save Miram. Um, so right now they're just, they were waiting for the group of people, I guess, of people who are about to be deported to come by so they could get Miram in the camera. Um, <clears throat> and something important that happens is when they're under the, or when they're waiting for the group, um, Ollie and Haneke kind of talk a little bit. Um, and Ollie reveals that, like, because Haneke was talking about how she felt really guilty about um, telling Bass that he should go um, to war. And Ollie, like, kind of, kind of, I don't know how to say it, like, calms her down by saying that, like, she wasn't the only one that talked Bass into it. Um, like, Ollie did the same night after he was done talking to Haneke. Um, but he shows Haneke a letter that Bass wrote to him before he left. Um, um, and it's like saying, Bass says in the letter that to tell Haneke that he loves her and not to worry about it, or like to, to get over it as soon as possible if he dies. I don't know. But I just think that's important because it's like full circle, I guess. Like Haneke ripped up the letter that Bass gave her. So I guess it kind of makes her feel better that she had something from Bass, um, but yeah. What? So what happens after the after that? Oh, um, when they're what? Ollie also tells her that. Wait, is this at the point where like she tries to kiss him? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ollie tells her that he is in love with Willem. Mm -hmm. I think that's how you say it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like they just have like a connection because like he trusts her with that mm -hmm. that was a plot twist yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yeah so um when the after transport the, yeah the arrives, um so ollie is in the uniform the, yeah the german uniform mm -hmm. and then he knows how to speak german and the accent so he goes up to the guards tell them that he has to like search the carriages in the group and while he does that um, Haneke goes into the crowd to look for Miriam and she does find her kind of mm -hmm. but for some reason she's uh, Miriam keeps panicking when Haneke tries to pull her out and help her that she ends up just running away and then the, Ger the German officer shoots Miriam, and she dies on the bridge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was like running towards like right the where the yeah. they were, and like Haneke was like really confused why she wouldn't just run like the other way where yeah. they were. Mm -hmm. And I think it's kind of important to note for like Haneke's character development that like Ali pulls Haneke away to from trying to save Miriam when she's running away, um, but. Haneke like tries everything she can to get out of Ollie's arms and like go save her but 
there's nothing she can do before Miriam dies. Um, and then after that, um, they go home, her and Ollie, and then they find Willem. And then, like, it just kind of, like, cuts to the morning after. And she goes to um, dress Miram's body for a funeral. And then, what happens after? Yeah, she, like, um, she, like, dresses her in, like, her nicest dress mm -hmm. and, like, shoes. And she, um just notices that she has a birthmark on her neck and that uh, her knees were like really pale like they've never been like scraped before mm -hmm. um and then they have the burial for Mira and then basically it's like well what they're like well what do we do now yeah. and so they're like okay let's just have like a normal like day so they go for a bike ride and um Haneke like slips on ice when she's riding the bike and then she cuts her knee like really bad um and she like puts it together that Miram or who said who said that I forget who said it hmm. I think it was Mina yeah. that said that That's she good. had like a scar on her knee and then so like she was figuring this all out in her head and they everyone was like um confused like ollie and willem they were like are you okay and like then she rides her bike to where does she go um, i think um, she goes to the house right yeah who uh, Miss Jansen. Oh, yeah. So. so, like, basically she's, like, putting it together that... Oh, because Miram doesn't... Okay, because the, the body didn't have the scars on her knees that yeah. Miram had. Okay, yeah. So, at Miss Jansen's house, she looks at... Um, um, some lady shows up with old photos of Miram's family. And then when she looks through the photos, she finds out that... The, the one that was shot wasn't Miram, it was Amelia for some reason. Mm -hmm. And that's when Chris Duffel, mm -hmm. he shows up and uh, he kind of gives away that he knew that someone was hiding in the basement and then Haneke kind of forces him to tell her what he knows and he kind of reveals almost everything where it was Amelia who was in Mrs. Jansen's house before, and Christoffel helped her uh, hide at his place instead. And it was his fault that she ended up being captured by the Germans at the deportation center. But he's too much of a mess to say why it was, what he did, why it was his fault. Yeah, he was just saying that, like, they got in a fight and he made her leave. And then basically the guards caught her, like, as soon as she ran out of his house. Mm -hmm. um, but now she knows where Miriam really is because she knew the address that Amelia was supposed to be at. 
So she like takes a train over there to meet Miriam, where Miriam explains like the final pieces of the puzzle of what happened. There's something to, like they kind of like reveal that Amalia and Miriam like separated because of, I think, was it Christopher? Somebody said. Yeah, uh, yeah, they like switch places. Yeah. Like right when the, her family was like caught, uh, she was like already going to meet Miriam. And so she switched places with her. And I think Miriam was like confused for a little bit. Um, but when she shows her the letter uh, that Amelia wrote Miriam, like, then like, Hanneke understands that, um, what's her name? Amelia was in love with Christopher, mm -hmm. or whatever his name is, and that he was in love with Miriam. And so she was like heartbroken that he was in love, that he wasn't in love with her and her, he was in love with her best friend. So she was just like talking to her family, like her uncle, about like everything that was happening and how she's so heartbroken. And um, she realizes that he actually works for the... MBS. Yeah, the, that. And um, <laughs> she's like, she's like, she, in the letter, she kind of like says that she doesn't know if she did it on purpose or not. Mm -hmm. Like she could have done it on purpose, but like she didn't really realize it. And so she tries to go warn them, but it was too late and they already killed her yeah. um, whole family. Yeah, so I think that was like, mm, I think we covered like pretty much all the high points of that section. So. I don't know. Should we talk about the lens? I don't know. I think we can just talk really quick. Like which it, what, lens? Yeah. What, what category? I did the socioeconomic lens. I did that one too. I did the reader response. Uh, I think I did the socioeconomic one too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I really just talked about how like, like how they're all different, like but like. Um, kind of like the damage that the Nazis did, and like the like the pretty much the permanent effect that they had on it, like everybody there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then like the class structures. Mm -hmm. And like all the different groups, like the demographics that were affected, like the Jews, like homosexuals, women, yeah. men in the army, stuff like that. Um, who else did socio? Did you? Yeah. Is that basically what you talked about? Yeah, so I put like everyone separated based on like who you know, how much power you have. Right. The German soldiers in the story are at the top, and then the rich Dutch citizens, or the ones that are with the NSB, mm -hmm. so the traitors. Then there's people who are like Haneke, she gets in involved with the black market, so she has like better resources. Right. And then there's the people where just regular just citizens, where they're barely making by with the rations. Yeah, and then there's the like discriminated people at the very bottom. Yeah, like all the Jewish yeah. people mm -hmm. and then the homosexuals. But then I thought like the resistance members were kind of outside the box because they, yeah, they have some power yeah. and 
but they sacrificed themselves for others. Mm -hmm. And you did the reader response, what kind of stuff is that? Uh, yeah, it's basically like relating like your life to the, uh, the story. Mm -hmm. And I said that um, like the friendship like struggle is like mm -hmm. very familiar to like most people's lives because like most people go through losing like friends in their life and um, I just think that like her like that being in the book helps it like relate more to like people now that aren't going through the Holocaust obviously yeah um, yeah I think that's pretty much it did y'all like the book yeah yeah, the, end, was, uh, the ending was kind of like, is it happy or sad? Yeah. I was kind of, yeah, I was definitely confused about what was happening, like, through it's this a, whole section. It's a lot. <laughs> but, um, I liked it. I think the story was, like, I think it, I think it represented, like, how the Holocaust was pretty well. Like, yeah. the personal perspective. Yeah. Well, people who weren't, like, actually Jewish, but more like the people who were living outside. in the city, so right. seeing yeah. from the, an outside perspective. Yeah, yeah it's a cool perspective. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was a girl in the blue coat. <laughs>